Howdy, howdy, and welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast. This is Roman through Romans, the daily run, and my friends, we are in Romans chapter 7. We have made it to Romans chapter 7. Can you believe it? I can hardly believe it. This is episode number 72, so if you're tuning in right now, uh, as I often say on these, I would encourage you to go back to all the way back to episode 1 and, and listen from the beginning, because the whole purpose of doing the study through the book of Romans is to grasp the entirety of the book, to see how systematic this is, to understand the principles that Paul is laying out chapter by chapter, verse by verse, because these are really some of the foundational uh, foundational principles of Christianity. And so uh, one thing that I have found in my ministry time is this, that a lot of people are missing pieces of their foundation that they have gone to church for years and years and they have heard plenty of sermons and yet somehow they've missed out on very foundational basic fundamental parts of the christian faith and uh and some of those things are right here in the book of romans as paul's laying out um the gospel and why he's not ashamed of it. And uh, as we've been talking about in Romans five, six, and seven, this freedom that we have, this, that, uh, that we have, we've been set free from, from things. And so the particular three particular things. And so uh, again, uh, it's important that we understand these things and that's why we're doing it the way we're doing it. So anyway, uh, if you are joining us now, you are you've missed a whole lot. You've missed uh, the first uh, the, the first six chapters, which are some great stuff. Uh, again, the the first the first four chapters are pointing out our need for a savior. Um, then chapter five is talking about. Uh, actually, I should back up. The first three chapters are talking about our need for a savior. Uh, chapter four is talking about a righteousness apart from the law, um, salvation. Uh, uh, salvation uh, that comes through faith. And then chapter five is free from the penalty of sin. Um, chapter six is free from the power of sin. And now we are on to chapter seven, which my Bible says free from the law. And so um, I remember hearing a pastor one time called calling this free from the preoccupation with sin. And so maybe I'll explain um, that as we go. So chapter seven, well, uh, we'll do the first Oh, three or four verses here and uh, talk about them. Verse, uh, verse one of chapter seven, it says this, or do you not know brethren? For I speak to those who know the law, that the law has dominion over a man as long as he lives. For the woman who has a husband is bound by the law to her husband as long as he lives. But if the husband dies, she is released from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband lives, she marries another man, she will be called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law so that she is no adulteress, though she has married another man. Okay, so uh, there, he's, this is an analogy that Paul is laying out here. And some people mi mix this up because uh, one of the common things to do is people flip through the Bible and they start reading in random spots or they um, they're not paying attention to the context. And so what he's laying out here is, is something that is, is true. And, uh, but 
it's really easy for people to get hung up on what what he just said and miss that it's an analogy for something else so basically what he just said was this that uh the law he says has dominion over a man as long as he lives and then he talks about a woman which some people start getting confused because he's like wait no he's talking about a woman um but the picture is the same he says there's a woman and this woman if she has a husband she is married to him uh as long as her husband's alive uh, if she marries somebody else while her husband's alive bible says there that she's an adulteress so the point point basically is this that if she's married and she marries somebody else, she's an adulteress. Uh, but the difference is if her husband dies, she is no longer bound to her husband because he has died. So she is no longer bound. So she is free to be married to another. And that's really the important issue that he's laying out here is that, that we are bound to the law or the law has dominion over us as long as we live. But uh, once we are dead, the law no longer has um dominion over us and so it's like this let's say you rob a bank and uh during the bank robbery you're captured well they're going to put you on trial well if you are robbing a bank and you're shot and killed they're not going to put you on trial because you're dead so um it doesn't it doesn't matter it, they're they're not they're not going to bring legal action against someone who's dead uh, and so uh, again the point here is that that the law no longer has dominion over a dead person. And this ties back into the previous chapter where it was talking about, um, about us and our, well, let's just flip back there to chapter six, um, where it says in verse eight, now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ having been raised from the dead dies no more, death no longer has dominion over him. Uh, and so we are supposed to recognize that we have been dead and buried with Christ and that we rose again with him in newness of life. And so anyway, what's the point here? Well, let's read what he says in verse four. It says, therefore, brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, right? Because as we died with him, that means, remember the picture, the picture of the husband who dies. So then the wife is free to marry another. Well, we died. And so there's a little bit different there. You know, we died with Christ. And so therefore he says, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. So what's the point? The point is this, that the, that the people that he's writing to were apparently familiar with what we would call the Jewish law of uh, the old Testament law. And he is saying now that this is one of the things that happened along with um, part of the gospel is that we are not just saved from eternal punishment in hell, not just saved from the power of sin, like we've been talking about in Romans six, but also we've been saved from the law, the, the, the requirements of the law, the rituals and such of the law. We don't have to, um, we don't have to do all those things. Remember, um, and we're going to read about this later on that the, the purpose of the law was not, that we might follow all the rules and be righteous. The purpose of the law was to show us our need for a savior. Um, but the good news is, of course, that once you are saved, once you have that saving faith in Christ, you are a new creation. The old you died with him and was buried and resurrected with him. And so you're free from those old demands 
of the law and free to be married, joined to another and be joined to Jesus. So that's a good deal. That's the better husband. So one of those things that, um, I think is important to understand. And we'll talk a little bit more about this as we go about, um, people that still try to live under the law, even though they're no longer married to the law and they live under these, maybe not even the Jewish law, but their own, their own law, their own set of, of rules and such that they, they end up trying to relate to God based on their ability to keep all of those laws and rules. And that's a pretty messed up way to live because you're, you've never done enough. You find yourself in those places where you're like, I don't, I don't feel like I can come to God today because I didn't do X or I didn't do Y. I don't feel like I can ask God for this or that because I haven't lived up to these standards. Um, rather than saying, I, I'm not under those old laws and rules anymore. I can come to him freely because, again, our access to Jesus is not based on what he, uh, what we did or what we do, but on what he has done for us. So anyway, something to consider. We'll talk more about that next time. God bless you. Mike out.